The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It's Thursday, January 27th, and it is time for an emergency podcast because we have our first coaching hire of the coaching season. The Denver Broncos have hired Peyton Manning. Just kidding. They hired Nathaniel Hackett, which is actually more interesting than them hiring uh, Peyton Manning because Nathaniel Hackett is. Many will know is the Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator. We're going to break it all down from every possible angle. Joining me to do so, Ryan Wilson. Wilson, what's up, buddy? Uh, I'm happy to be here. Uh, Breach is sleeping one off once again somewhere. So anytime, <laughs> uh, breaking, uh, shout out to the NFL teams. If you're going to hire a coach, do it after noon so that Breach can join us and we can get his insights. Um, or, or not. Or not. Although this was actually be a good one for Breach because I think the primary takeaway from the Broncos hiring Nathaniel Hackett is the conspiracy theory that the Broncos are now attempting to trade for Aaron Rodgers. The um, We'll get into that, of course. We're also, I am told, despite it being early in the morning, despite, you know, we're not going to have a, you know, 9 a.m., 9.15, 9.30 a.m. We're not going to have a full crowd in here. We are giving away a $100 gift card to Paramount Plus. That's right. That is a year's worth of Paramount Plus Premium. And all you have to do is sit here and watch me in a toboggan and Wilson drinking coffee talk about who the Denver Broncos hired. The other thing you have to do is smash the like button and write P plus in the chat, por favor. It is it is so cold in North Carolina Look, right now. Oh, it is like it's like twenty two degrees. It's, that's like it's, that's like negative five for New York, buddy. It well the difference is is that here's the biggest difference, the humidity. Like, it's not that humid up here. In fact, it's incredibly dry, which is sort of annoying for another reason. But humid and cold is no bueno, as you like to say. I mean, 45 in, like, the North Carolina humidity is not great. I'll be in Alabama next week. It's going to be in the 40s and humid. I'm going to be freezing much more so than here. Um, but, yeah, Breach had the conspiracy theory. I may have told a lie on him on, on HQ when I talked about Nathaniel Hackett and the Denver Broncos draft plans. I said that if Aaron Rodgers goes to to Denver, I forgot the part about Sean Payton. I just said if Aaron Rodgers goes there, Breach has them as the best team in the division. So hopefully he gets some blowback on that. Yeah, I don't um I don't think that's a viable take that so here is the thing though, before we get into Nathaniel Hackett. The Broncos have the ninth, the fortieth, sixty-fifth, seventy-fifth, and ninety-fifth picks in this draft. So mm -hmm. that's a boatload of picks in the top 100, including two second rounders and the ninth overall. 
Uh, they can trade next year's first rounder if they want to go get a quarterback. Uh, they could draft a quarterback at ninth overall if uh, George Payton and Nathaniel Hackett decide that's the case. And uh, let me just tell you what uh, Aaron Rodgers, who isn't one to throw around compliments willy-nilly, what he said about Nathaniel Hackett uh, back in November of 2020. So this isn't even... This isn't even like he was just giving him a glowing recommendation to get him out the door. This was uh, over a year ago. There's nobody in the building that brings me more joy or is more fun to be around than Nathaniel Hackett. He's become such a close confidant and friend besides a fantastic coach. I just really, really can't express enough how important he is to our team in so many ways. So, Mm. Mm. again, November 2020, not January 2022. By the way, Nathaniel Hackett was – so he was in, you know, I, I think you look at Nathaniel Hackett. Like, look at this guy, right, on our screen. You can see it if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six. Smash that like button if you're if you're watching. He looks like he's been around a, a while. You, how old would you guess Nathaniel Hackett is based on I, this? I know how old he is. He looks more than two years older than you. I'll just put it to you that way. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's 42. I thought he was much older myself. He is only 42 years old, a Cal guy, or like a California guy, excuse me. I guess maybe they don't say that in California. Um, came up uh, through some uh, college programs out there in California, UC Davis and Stanford. Went to the Buccaneers at the age of 27 for his first NFL job in 2006 as an offensive quality control guy. Moved to the Bills. Eventually became the quarterbacks and tight end coach at Syracuse, I'm going to assume, I think, actually, I'm I'm 100% sure of this, was there with Doug Marone. Who's on Marone's staff. Yep. Became Doug Marone's offensive coordinator at the age of 32, which is pretty young to be a, you know, sure. college offensive coordinator. Jumped to the Bills with Doug Marone. And then I must, did, did he go to the Jaguars with Doug Marone or is that just a coincidence? Has to be him. Yeah, I think they were there together. Yeah. Well, they were there together, but I mean, Doug Marone. Yeah, that's right. Because remember, Doug Marone allowed his like exercise and out clause in his contract to leave Buffalo and go be the offensive line coach in Jacksonville. But when he went there, um, he got Hackett hired as the quarterbacks coach. Hackett took over as the interim uh, OC in 2016. It was the OC on the 2017 team that went to the AFC championship game with friggin' Blake Bortles. And of course he was fired by the uh, Jaguars. I will say this. I don't know if this was Blake Bortles or Nathaniel Hackett, but that's the best Blake Bortles has played in that during that. They didn't lose that. They didn't lose that game to the Patriots because of Blake Bortles. They lost because of their defense, which is sort of a weird thing to say. Yeah. So they're, uh, they ranked fifth in terms of points scored in the NFL in 2017 with Nathaniel Hackett as their OC 31st, the following year. In 2018. By the was, way, our buddy Pete Briscoe, who lived in Jacksonville forever, used to do radio there, hates David Garrard. <laughs> I don't know if that's still true. He used to give him a hard time on the show, certainly to people. But he tweeted out uh, early Thursday morning, Hackett was made a scapegoat in Jacksonville. He got Blake Bortles to the title game that we just talked about. Rodgers loves him, which we just talked about. And Pete adds, uh, does that mean Rodgers is on the way? Unless Denver fixes the QB position, it's a big challenge. If not Rodgers, then who? Hmm. Well, I mean, do you want to dive? Do you want to? I mean, I think. All right, let, let me ask you this: Do you think that Hackett? As I was said, do you think Hackett can hack it? I mean, do you think that Hackett, like alone, let, no. let's get Rogers out of this? No, you need a quarterback. 
No, no, I'm saying, do you think that this is a reasonable, good hire by the Denver Broncos in a vacuum without the concept of Aaron Rodgers being traded there? Yes, it does seem like I don't know a lot about Paul Hackett except for what I've read. And thing, you get a glow, Paul, glow, Paul Hackett, it sounds like uh, Paul Hackett's his uh, dad. Sorry. Okay. His dad was a football coach for a long time. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, other than uh, what we've just read and the fact that Aaron Rodgers gave him a glowing recommendation, which again, that doesn't happen uh, every day. That's that's certainly um, noteworthy and gets your attention. But our buddy um, Adam Beasley, who writes for Pro Football Network, Network uh, was wrote about Hackett this morning. And before I get to the reasons why I sort of like him as a coach, a couple of fun facts here. So you mentioned he was a California guy. What do you see, Davis? Do you know what he majored in? Uh, mechanical engineering. Close. Uh, take a seat, Matt Patricia. Neurobiology at UC oh, Davis. Oh, baby. Look at this guy. We, what, we have, are we vastly underrating Nathaniel Hackett? Oh, it gets better. He wanted to be, and this is from a Washington Post profile back in October. He wanted to be a hip-hop dancer professionally. What? So that sounds like if you're reading Debo's bio, you would expect at some point growing up, Debo wanted to be a professional hip-hop dancer. So did Nathaniel Hackett. Um, he has the palate of a sommelier. Oh! Very believable on Debo. That wasn't even a I feel, like, Debo being like, I feel like Debo probably at one point was had a cardboard box and was doing windmills. Was Debo, that? can you break dance? Yeah. Yeah, I told you. I knew it. 100%. I'll, I'll show you guys in LA. Exactly. Yeah. You- <laughs> Debo just... Oh! Oh! Oh, that was fantastic. Uh, also, hey, course, smash the like button. Trying to get as uh, many likes as we can. We're giving away a $100 gift card to Paramount Plus, no matter what. Anyway. Continue. He also, according to the to the profile, has a, the palate of a sommelier. You know what a sommelier is? Yeah, someone who recommends wine. Come on yeah, now. exactly. Like they're expert, like 100% expert. But anyway, so that, that's... I have a sommelier uh, on staff. You do, yeah, 100%, I believe it. At my house. A bu- a bu- no, I know. Butler, sommelier, a <laughs> couple of mates. Uh, driver. Um. So those are sort of the fun things about, about Nathaniel Hackett. But as our buddy Adam Beasley writes, uh, he also was asked about how he was going to make that staff work, how what, what his responsibilities would be going from OC to a completely different job description as the head coach where you're sort of micromanaging a bunch of things. And we talk about this all the time. Just because you're a great coordinator doesn't mean you're going to be a great coach. Uh, these questions were put to him by George Payton uh, reportedly. Also, how are you going to manage the game day situation if you are, in fact, calling plays? And that's also been a huge sort of, okay, this person's great at calling plays, but they suck at everything else. Uh, it doesn't, It's not working. So I think there's reason for optimism. And again, when I was reading that quote from Aaron Rodgers, it was basically the antithesis of Urban Meyer. He works well with people. He wants <laughs> to make everyone else around him better. You know, he's not selfish is, was the implication. And I, I think that's incredibly important. And that's to take nothing away from Vic Fangio, who I don't think was a bad coach. And I just think he didn't have a quarterback. And that's exactly, those were his last words on his way out the door. Yeah, I mean, he threw uh, pretty much everyone under the bus. Uh, by the way, the Bills in 2013, I mean, I think, I, I guess I, I guess I think of, the th- I, I think that whenever you hire somebody who's the offensive coordinator for a superstar quarterback, it's easy and, and, a co- and, and works under a coach in Matt LaFleur, who, you know, is now, what, 39-9 and nine in the regular season? I mean, Hackett came, I, I'm trying to figure out what the connection is between LaFleur and Hackett. Well, but, LaFleur, LaFleur loves him, too. He had a very... Well, I mean, he, he, he came to Green Bay with LaFleur, and that offense has been outstanding in the regular season for three years. Um, he, he doesn't, he didn't call the plays in green Bay. So that'd be curious to see, cause I think LaFleur did, but I mean, obviously there's collaboration and whatnot coordination, if you will. Um, I'd, I'd be curious to see what the, yeah, look at this. Uh, thanks to our, uh, crack 
crack it research team um, under Nathaniel Hackett since 2019, fifth in points per game, seventh in yards per play, eighth in third down conversions, second in red zone touchdown percentage, and first in terms of turnovers. Again, we are all aware that he is coaching Aaron Rodgers. So this is, but, but, you know, we, we talked about it, um, had success with Blake Bortles. And as Sean Ryder points out in the chat, made Kyle Orton in 2014 when the Bills went nine and seven with Kyle Orton and EJ Manuel as their top two quarterbacks, their third option, Fred Jackson, former running back. Ooh, Fred Jackson. Uh, they, they were 18th in terms of points scored. And as Sean points out, he made Kyle Orton palatable for Bills fans, which, you know, I, makes, I, I, makes sense yeah. as a sommelier. Absolutely. Um, you know, sure. A little chalky, little, uh, little, little taste like a lot of earth. Yeah. Kyle Orton starting at quarterback at the age of uh, hints of chocolate. <laughs> there are hints of something in there. I don't think it's chocolate. Hints of something brown in there. <laughs> hey, oh, 32. Um, I, mean, I guess my point is that I think a lot of times with these, even, even when you cover the NFL, it's easy to sort of think you're like, oh, this team's interviewing Hackett, you know, like they're, you know, sort of the stereotype that you can start to pick, paint in terms of this guy leaving an Aaron Rodgers team. You're like, eh. but I mean, again, 42 success in multiple spots with bad quarterbacks and then great success with the Green Bay Packers. Of course, it'll matter who his quarterback is. Of course, it matters, you know, who he hires and who he brings with him. But, you know, maybe this is a little bit, uh, uh, maybe, like maybe we're, maybe it's too easy to just say, oh, well, they hired Aaron Rodgers guy. That's it. Um, I would say that uh, one more piece, uh, and we'll get into the Aaron Rodgers stuff after the break, but one more piece of worthwhile information is that, or two pieces, I guess. Hackett met with um, George Payton for 10 hours on Tuesday. Can you imagine meeting with somebody, or Wednesday, excuse me. Can you imagine meeting with somebody for 10 I hours? I spent 10 hours a day with you for free. Like, I don't even I know. We, yeah, right. right. I don't, yeah, we don't like. At least I went to dinner, probably had a, I think there was reports they had margaritas or something. I mean, I'm down for that. Oh, oh, I didn't see the margaritas part. Um, I think um, maybe Mike Cleese, someone, someone. Okay. I don't want to give misrepresent who said I saw that. Albert Breer tweet out that they met for 10 hours. I didn't realize there was a margarita break in between. That's a whole different <laughs> ballgame. That's not yeah. a 10-hour meeting. That's right. a we met, we interviewed, we went out for dinner and had a bunch of margaritas and some tacos. Like that's a that's not a 10-hour meeting. That's a three-hour meeting into a long dinner. Um additionally, uh the Jacksonville Jaguars were set to interview Hackett today, Thursday, but the Broncos, you know, in the classic trope, didn't want to let him out of the building. There it is. So there you go. All right. What does this mean for Aaron Rodgers? future either in green bay or in denver we'll tell you coming up after the break robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary ai to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting technology marketing and creative legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So, Nathaniel Hackett hired. One would it'll be it'll be interesting, I think, to see what happens with the Packers coaching staff because Luke Getze, who is the quarterback's coach and the passing game coordinator, was also interviewing with the Broncos earlier this offseason. Clearly, what it, the 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 basic the the primary premise was that the pack the Broncos were interviewing these two. Packers coaches in order to try and figure out if Rodgers wanted to leave, if they could get Rodgers to come, and if they could make it easier to get Rodgers to to matriculate his way to Denver by hiring two Packers coaches. Um, I, I don't necessarily think that it's a lock that he comes. I do think it is more likely that Aaron Rodgers plays somewhere else if his offensive coordinator is gone. Yeah, and- but Matt LaFleur calls the plays. Right. I'm just saying the, the more people you take away from Green Bay, the more likely it is Aaron Rodgers decides not to stay. Well, I think the takeaway is whoever calls the plays, uh, again, the, the glowing recommendation that I read at the top of the show is not something that Aaron Rodgers does frequently. Usually he's very angry about something or, or you know, st- something's bubbling right. under the surface about some some mistreatment that has, that has come his way, perceived or otherwise. And that's no – I'm not judging Aaron Rodgers. I don't care. That just That's just how he comes off. Sure. That and I say it all the time. I would love him on the Steelers, and he can do whatever he can live where he wants to live. He can say he can talk, have press conferences every week, and, and call out everyone on the team. I don't care as long as he shows up on Sunday and throws four touchdowns. But I think it's certainly. Let me put it to you this way: Do you feel is there a better chance Aaron Rodgers comes to Denver this season or a year ago from now, last season? I think the chances are better now, right? That that Nathaniel Hackett is in Denver, and with the possibility that one of either Peyton Manning or John Elway is going to buy the team or an ownership group with one of those two guys involved is going to buy the team. It and mean, you, you mentioned Peyton Manning. Which team went out and signed Peyton Manning when he was coming mm. off the – yeah. I, I mean, John Elway different. signed him. So you're either getting Manning or you're getting the guy who signed Manning uh, and, and helped revive his career in Denver. Now, uh, before you go on, let me ask you, would you give up three first-round picks, one this year, one next year, one the subsequent year, because I don't think they have – that's how they have to do it for Aaron Rodgers for, I don't know, three years? Oh gosh! God, he left again. He dug. He did. What, do you, what do you keep saying to, to make uh, him so angry? Yeah. So Brinson uh, hopped out of the chat real quick. If you're listening audio wise, so Debo, what would you do? Three first round picks for for Aaron Rodgers, and this is I, I say that to an Eagles fan who constantly has to answer questions about whether that has three first round picks. That has three first round picks and Jalen Hurts. And under this assumption, how many years do you get of Aaron Rodgers, or does that even matter? Yeah, I think it matters. Like, I, I think three to four max. He's thirty-seven or thirty-eight. So how much? How long? Oh, yeah. I, I was even thinking in the two range. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking like long term. But yeah, why, why can't why can't Apple and Google get along for the sake of our own benefit? They get along in my house. So I asked Debo the question that I asked you that you hung up me on, and I, I'll let's let Debo answer first because I would not people. give up three, but I would give up two and Jerry Judy. I think Jerry Judy. Stop it. He's a former first round pick and a young wide receiver. <laughs> Well, give him Drew Locke. He's a former second round pick. Uh, so, yes. Okay, for three to four years, I would too. Like you, you're oh, guaranteed three to four years of Rogers. Debo thought two seems more reasonable, and I think it does. Yeah. But I'm trying. I'm trying to sweeten the pot here. 
So three to four years. So that's my thing with the Judy stuff is that, or the Judy or Fant or Family has one more year left on his deal. Well, who? Fant. Yeah. And Sutton got an extension, so that's probably yeah. He's got a lot of money coming as well. Judy is still on his rookie contract. Look, let, if you're if you're going to talk about the construct of the trade, I went through it this morning actually, and a so the Packers are forty six million over the salary cap right now. That's a lot. They can get under pretty quickly. You cut. And by the way, the Broncos are fifty under. Yeah, tons of money, tons of ability to absorb Aaron Rodgers' contract and. Devonte Adams. So here's the the theoretical way that you would operate this. I, don't I, steal! I, don't steal my. Uh, I told you what Vinny Serrato and I talked about yesterday. Maybe it was on the draft podcast. Oh, yeah. oh, let me tell you this quickly before you get going. Maybe yeah, it's right. I'll, I'll run up. I'll run through the. Maybe I'm stealing your your take too, which would be even better. So every Wednesday I do radio in Baltimore with Bob Haney, uh, who you no longer talk to because you refuse to answer his texts, and uh, our old buddy. And Vinny Serrato. <laughs> and Vinny Serrato. Actually, I like Vinny a lot. I know. I love no. Bob and Vinny. It's not a, it's not a Vin thing. It's a me thing. Exactly. But, but uh, yeah, fair enough. Vinny uh, threw this idea around. And, you know, it's not crazy. So let's say Aaron Rodgers. It's not unreasonable to think he can get three first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers, right? Whether it's Denver or somewhere else, if you're the Packers. Someone will give you three first-round picks for three to four years. And then what you do is you franchise Devontae Adams and you trade right. him. What are you getting for Devontae Adams? <laughs> This is literally the the situation I was walking through. I was hoping it would be so, like a <laughs> like a like a first rounder at least, maybe a first and a third or a first and a fourth. I I think if you're if you're Green Bay, again you are. So I'm I'm looking at I'm using a spot track right now. You are forty point three million dollars over the cap, so you have negative forty point three. Is that right? Forty point three. Oh no, sorry. Hold on. Excuse me. I hadn't. I, I you're right, 47, that, I, I, no, no, I got it. you're okay. 47 million dollars over the salary cap right now. If you're Green Bay, there are three very uh, let's assume that they have decided we are moving on from Aaron Rodgers, right? Because I think that's kind of where they're at. I don't know. And I said, I'll let you finish, but there's 10 seconds. I don't know because the division is clear, clearly the Packers now. If you go with Jordan Love, the, the division's up for grabs. That's my only thing. Let's all right. Let's I, I don't disagree with that at all. All of a sudden, if you're a Bears fan, you're feeling like for now. If you're, I mean, like there'll be Dan Campbell will be a trendy pick to win the division. Absolutely, I will yes. be all over the Lions. I love the yeah, Lions. Everyone's gonna be all over the Lions. So let's let's operate under the assumption that Aaron Rodgers no longer wants to play for the Packers. Okay, and that the Packers, given that Aaron Rodgers has kind of choked in the last few playoff oh, stop games, it. I don't know. You look at the stats. Stop it. He didn't, he didn't, uh, he wasn't punting the ball and kicking field goals. I want to live in a world where Matthew Stafford is the same number of I saw Super Bowl wins as Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, By the way, D- Debo last night on HQ, Brinson played the Tyron Mathieu drop and Akeem almost Akeem fell off his chair. Of chair. He really did. Like he just, he, he loved it. Um, so Matthew Stafford will also have the same amount of Super Bowls as Carson Wentz. Just hey, oh, no. the dunk button is going crazy with Debo today. Carson Wentz is a, as a, as a Super yeah, Bowl. Yes, he does. Up, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Super Bowl ring that ruined Carson Wentz's career because he's not mentally strong enough to handle. Anyone should be so lucky to have that on their uh, on their uh, CB. Okay, so forty-seven million dollars over the salary cap currently. Here, are the there are three quick moves that you almost certainly have to make. It, it, and we again, we are operating under the assumption that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are ready to part ways. Okay, you cut Zedarius Smith. 
You're now down to $31 million over the salary cap. You cut Preston Smith. We were down to $18 million over the salary cap. You cut Randall Cobb. We were down to $11 million over the salary cap. We are going to restructure David. Oh, David Bakhtiari is tricky because he's 31. I don't think you do restructure him. Can yeah, it's fine. 31 young. No, I know, but he's like a Rodgers guy. Does he does, does he want to restructure locking him into Green Bay for the for the long haul? And you, by the way, you are moving on from Aaron Rodgers in this scenario, right? Because he doesn't want to. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. We are we yeah. have we are we are moving on from Aaron Rodgers, and Rodgers is ready to move on. Right. Okay. But we have to get under the salary cap. If I'm the Packers, this this is how I'm operating. If I'm the Packers and we have we are at at that spot where we're moving on from Rodgers and Rodgers wants out, we are going to find a way to get twenty million dollars under the salary cap. To do what? To franchise tag Devontae Adams and trade him with Aaron Rodgers somewhere. When do you have to be cap compliant? By March? March 16th, 4 p.m. And the and the franchise starts tag stuff starts after that? March 8th. But oh, actually, you know what? May they might have to be they may they may when have like a, not, when he, well, no, they have to be under the cap by March 16th at 4 p.m. But they may have a week or so to sort of franchise them and then sort March it out. March 8th is the franchise tag. Uh, when the franchise tag starts, I believe. Let me, let me double check NFL important dates. So in that case, they have eight days if they want to. Right, but it also depends on does Adam sign it. It doesn't matter. You can trade him without him signing it. No, oh, excuse me. March eighth is the deadline. Oh no, no. Here's what you do: you you, you franchise him. Mean, you say, look, we're going to trade you Denver. Just sign it, and he'll sign it. Yeah, yeah. You can't trade him without signing it. I mean, right, right. It, but I, I'm saying for cap purposes, let's say you were. Let's say that let's say that the franchise tag is uh, $18.7 million and you are $18.5 million under the cap before he signs. You can't, he can't, it, it, like it's that they have to make sure they have enough room for Adams you're, to sign. You're cutting him. Mason Crosby. No one is signing him and then you just re signed him after the. I actually think Mason, oh, Mason Crosby will save you $3 million. Bang, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Um, and then the other two moves that I think are pretty easy. So Jair Alexander has a thirteen point three million dollar cap hit. As Josh Josh Carlos notes, you got to extend him and Rashawn Gary at some point. Correct. Too. Exactly. You extend no, but that's you extend Gary and Jair Alexander immediately after this after the all after the season ends and, save and you yourself get a him ton. down to really low cap numbers early on. Now the Packers don't operate like the Saints. I know they're forty million dollars over the cap, but they you know they would prefer to have traditional setups in terms of their contracts they're not going to want to do like insanely low balloon contracts with alexander and 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 rashawn gary just to trade aaron Rodgers. but you cut the kicker you cut those two defensive players and you cut randall cobb who you know if you're if you're moving on from Rodgers, is a no-brainer then at that point you are 8.9 million dollars under the contract before restruct before signing jair and rashawn gary to extensions as I mentioned, Jair has $13.3 million in a cap hit, and Gary has 5.05. Uh, 5. You get those guys down to like two each in the first year. That gets you under the cap. You're going to have to figure out some more stuff in terms of um, being able to franchise tag Adams. But once you trade Rodgers, bada-bing, bada-boom, you give him up for, let's say, Jerry, Judy, and then the picks. You process that, and you are eight. You're you're well under the cap. Like obviously, you're trading Rodgers, but I mean, well, you're under the cap, and then you also have potentially four first round picks and maybe a third round pick. To yeah, and you have a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 
Like that, and and look, don't get like dragged down by the specifics of this because the Packers will find other ways to do it. You can again, you can restructure guys. Um, you know, you can restructure Aaron Jones's contract. Won't save a whole lot. Kenny Clark's will save. You can restructure his to make like free up like five million dollars if Bakhtiari was willing to do it, and he probably would be. You can get another million there. Um, the the point being is that Green Bay looks like with the way that their roster is constructed with the way the season ended, with where they are with De- uh, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, they they look like a team that's probably going to trade him this offseason and do some, some larger salary cap moves in order to get themselves in a position where they have a ton of first-round picks and you're in a full-blown rebuild. We'll see. I don't, As you point out, I don't know what's going on. I'm always wrong with Aaron Rodgers, but this feels more like the case that he, he stays. I don't know. I, I, I'm still I over... Over they, have to, they have to cut. They, they they basically have to cut Preston and Zadarius Smith and Randall Cobb. They have they almost have to do it this offseason. If unless Aaron Rodgers is willing to re- completely redo his deal, which I don't think he'll be willing to do, um, and if that happens, Rodgers is not going to want to hang around. I guess I don't know. This salary cap situations always almost always work themselves out. I feel like, but of, yeah. of course, they, of course they do because you got you can finagle them. I'm it, it'll work itself out. I'm just saying that. There are cuts they have to make, and when they make those cuts, Aaron Rodgers is not going to want to stick around with the roster that they have remaining. Right. He doesn't want to be there anyway, and ultimately, they're going to have to trade him. Now, it is also possible that they can't get in range for Devontae Adams, and they're like, that they, I mean, I guess you could kind of. Why can't they get in range? Who can't well, get in you range? Could also, you could also, quote unquote, let. Adams walk, yeah. Trade uh, Rogers to Denver, and there's a wink, wink, nod, nod agreement between the Broncos and the Packers that Roger that Adams will also sign with Denver because that's where Rogers is going. That's a little dicey, obviously. Right. You know, Adams could get a hundred fifty million dollar or hundred fifty billion dollar offer from the Jets and be like, "Sorry, Rogers." Jets, um, I guess. Point point being is that. I think the fact that Hackett going to I think Hackett going to Denver makes it a lot easier. Yeah, no, I agree with that. For Rodgers, for the for the Packers to figure out a way to get him to Denver. If you were, you know, this time last year or maybe a, a little bit later, you know, the offseason, we were talking about why why Denver made sense. And and then, you know, we you know, the Packers were 40 to one to win the Super Bowl at one point because it was obviously obviously Aaron Rodgers retiring or going to Denver. I think there's a lot better chance that he goes to Denver now than it was last offseason. Yeah, no, I agree with that too. For sure. Okay. So that's uh Nathaniel Hackapod. Noise. What do they do if they don't get Rodgers? Russell, does he want to go to Denver? I don't think he that's not a big market in terms of Reportedly, his wife in you know New York, New Orleans, or whatever. Um, Derek Carr ain't going to be like Shailene Woodley, huge outdoors person. Denver makes oh, sense. I didn't know that. Aaron Rodgers, as appears appears based on the past year, would enjoy some of the legalities of of Denver as well. Oh, I didn't know that was a a thing oh, yeah. um, for him. Also, like good. they're not trading Derek Carr within the division, and I don't know if he's a huge upgrade of what they're trying to do anyway. So I, I suppose you have to draft someone. I had him taking Matt Corral at ninth overall in the latest mock draft, but mm. like even who who would even be a in free agency beyond 
like Deshaun Watson, you can be in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Oh man, you'd immediately be very competitive in that division. Oh yeah, it's a lot of picks to give up. No, it's not. He's twenty-seven. Yeah, I guess, I guess if you're going to give up for Roger, it's not that much for for. No, it's not that much at all. Yeah, right, Brinson, here's what yes. I'm going to do. Next live stream we do, whether that's the pick show at 1 p.m. or a coach getting hired in the next couple hours is when I will announce the winner of this stream's P-plus winner. So you got to come for the next one. But also, if you don't win, we're going to give away Paramount Plus $100 gift cards on our next two live streams. Dang. So have those alerts on. Seriously, on. Making power plays. Power plays. Power plays only. Oh, as uh, somebody points out in the chat, um oh uh yep okay let's uh <laughs> let's get out of here yeah we gotta get we'll be done we get out of here um <laughs> I just, somebody's trying to call me uh all right that's it for the show nathaniel hackett hired by the broncos emergency podcast basically the Aaron rogers trade podcast for wilson for devo i'm brinson we'll see you guys later thanks